I think if we improve on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, from a discipline standpoint, from a fundamental standpoint, from a technique standpoint, from a communication standpoint, and the fruits of those things will, will, will show hopefully sooner than later, but they'll, they'll show up. What's going on, fans? Welcome to the Dolphins Junkie Podcast. We are your host, Batman2423. And your boy, Enzo Red, bringing you the latest and up-to-the-minute Dolphins football news. If you haven't yet, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. Now, we're talking about Episode 4. We're bringing to you guys. Um, we're talking. Uh, we're getting to the, the conversation of the rumors out there of, uh, according to Armando Salguero from Miami Herald, um, he has sources and he feels that the Dolphins might actually trade up in the draft to go get somebody like Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow currently right now is sitting as the number one guy on pretty much everyone's radar. He is the best quarterback in the draft. We all know that he was very successful in college. Um, we've been linked to Tua for about a year already. And we had Tank for Tua going all season from the beginning of the season when we started trading players. The conversation of Tua has been linked to us forever. So on today's episode, we are just basically discussing, you know, the rumors out there of Joe Burrow. How do we feel about that? And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit more about Tua. Um, like I said, Enzo Red, um, as far as uh, the speculation out there of, you know, the Dolphins, do you believe it's smokescreen? Do you believe it's just we're throwing that out there so people, you know, just so they could get some info. What do you feel about the potential of Miami possibly trading capital to go up to go get Burrow? I feel like this, um, like our coach is going, he knows, he's smart. He knows that Flores knows that we need a quarterback, I think. You know, so right. if you want to do anything great, you need a quarterback. You need a star quarterback. You need a starter. You need a starting quarterback that's that's going to win you games. And Burrow and Tua are that. You know, they, they're instant. They're going to provide instant offense. They're going to probably guarantee you an extra two or three games, you know, off rip just for having them. So I think it's, it's probably not smoke screen. I think we're probably – looking to trade up for one of them, for either Burrow or, or Tua. And I, and I think we're trying to get Burrow as much as we can. We're trying. And if we can't get him, we're going to try to go Tua. Because I feel like that's the order only, which is sad, but only due to Tua's previous injuries. Now, um, like I was mentioning, you know, the article on Armando, um, he was saying something about the Dolphins trading all three of their first-rounders, meaning 5, 18 and 26 to move up in the draft. We do have the capital. We have, um, you know, all the ammunition, better ammunition than any other team in the league to potentially go after Burrow if Cincinnati would entertain the idea of, you know, letting that pick go out for a trade or hearing offers. Um, I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals would trade that pick, but I think... If the Dolphins come very aggressive, 
with a with a deal that can start off maybe with those three first rounders. Maybe they add a couple fifths or something. Seven, just to sweeten the pot. Um, but that's what he was stating about the three first rounders. Um, I personally don't think it's so much of a bad idea. Um, it's been growing on to me. I've been thinking about it more and more and more. I've never been fond about trading picks, but you know, when you're looking at the Dolphins roster and what we did in free agency, you know, there's one glaring hole and we still need to, you know, add on to the offensive line. And obviously the defensive line, we wouldn't mind adding more pieces, but the glaring hole we have is the quarterback. And, you know, you can't go forward, you know, looking into being a successful team if you don't have your nucleus, your nucleus being your quarterback. Um, I feel if we see it, when you when you hear the whole thing about trading up to get Burrow and you hear somebody saying we're trading three first-round picks, in a sense, like they said, you're really not trading three first-round picks. What you're doing is you're swapping five for one. So you're initially what you're doing is you're basically trading two picks and your current pick. So you're really not – doesn't you're swapping a pick, a five for number one. And then you're just giving them an extra – you're giving them two first-rounders. So it, it sounds a little better like that, but how do you feel about that? How do you feel, Enzo Red, about that scenario, what they're mentioning? Because realistically, it's going to take at least at the very minimum, it's going to take those three first-round picks. How do you feel about – you know, the potential of that trade actually happening. And like I said, it's the conversation. It starts at those three picks. It could be more, more than likely it would take more, but how do you feel about that? Enzo red? Well, assuming it's three, I'm going to give you a little bit of, uh, I guess you could say stats here so that we can understand why we're trying to give up so much. If potential, if we are going to give that up, um, it's a rumor as of now, but, it has a definite potential, and you can understand the reason behind it. Uh, Burrow listed at 6'4", 216 pounds. Um, Athens, Ohio, 23 years old, just pretty much turned 23 back in December. 2019 national champion, 2019 Heisman Award winner, SEC, Offensive Player of the Year. He threw 402 times. He threw 402 completions and he threw 527 times, meaning he only threw 125 incompletions all season long. I did the I pulled the numbers. I did the math. He played 15 games. That's eight incompletions a game. You know, just eight incompletions. Um, 76 percentage in that year. He threw for 5,600 yards and he threw 60 touchdowns, six zero, and he threw six ints, just six. So, that being said, um, I definitely go in on all, all in on Burrow, and I understand why. I mean, he's never even been hurt. Yeah, that's uh, the, the risk, the injury, that injury factor is big with Burrow because he, he hasn't been hurt. Yeah, he hasn't been hurt, and and no, I saw an interview on this guy, and what I love most about it is I saw an interview. I forgot who it was with. <sighs> was it the interview that was down here for I the saw Super Bowl? An no, listen to this. This guy, the the interviewer told him that he sounds cocky, and Burrow was what what he said. What I love, he said, I, I don't mean to sound cocky. What I am is confident. Yeah, he's a confident I'm guy. Second to none, and preparation. You know, meaning I prepare 
just as much as, as anyone out there, if not more than anyone. So when I come into the game on Sunday, I'm, I'm confident that I'm going to do well because I already put in all the work. I already put in all the film study, you know, and, you know, the greatest athlete of all time, Michael Jordan, that's, that's reminiscent of him. And that's, that's his biggest thing. He would prepare, he would beat you in preparation, you know, by game time. So I really like the fact that he said those things. You know, I really, really liked it. And, um, like I said, did you see those numbers that I just mentioned? 5,600 throwing yards, 60 touchdowns, and six INT. He had 60 touchdowns last year. That's impressive. Yeah, and and I said the averages show that the man threw eight incompletions a game. Like, and when you think about it, in, in college football, you know, for, for someone to throw 60 touchdowns, I was looking at his stats. You're talking about a guy that he threw multiple, multiple touchdowns, three to five per game, three to six per game. That to get sixty yeah. touchdowns, that's very, very impressive. I know, and I, I like, I, like you were saying, you know, I like the 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 factor of of Joe Burrow's high. I like, you know, that he's not as of now. Knock on wood, he's not injury prone. He doesn't have those injury questions. He doesn't have, you know, that health questions that Tua brings. Um, but at least with Joe Burrow, you, you're getting somebody that you can confidently say he can be, you know, your quarterback of the future. He could potentially take us, you know, somewhere uh, further than we've had in the last 20 years as Dolphin fans. Um, I like the potential. And that's like, you know, everyone says it. It's like, you know, you know, Max Kellerman always says, you need a center. You you know, it doesn't matter. You take Jordan, you put him at center. If Joe Burrow, you see him as potentially being your number one guy, and that's the guy you feel that you want, then you just put everything aside, forget what it costs you, and you go and get it. You look at history. Look at the Saints. When they went after Ricky Williams, they wanted Ricky. Ricky was a Heisman Trophy winner. Burrow's a Heisman Trophy winner. You're talking about a guy that the Saints really wanted. They went all out and they traded all the entire draft capital for their draft to go get him. You know, nowadays yeah, that's unheard of. Why it didn't but, work out was because of other issues. It wasn't football related. But what I'm saying is they traded up to him. get him. But but you you you're talking about you at all costs. You made whatever it took to go get the guy you want. So if Miami, yeah. if it's not smokescreen, and they have right now on their thing, and they're saying Joe Burrow is their number one guy, then you go after him. It doesn't matter if it takes you what it takes you, but you go after him and you you go you go all out. You trade what you got to get. You go get him. If that's the piece we need and that's the player we want, we go and get it. Doesn't matter what it costs. Now. At the end of the day, I don't want to trade five first-rounders, potential first-rounders for next year either, but I don't mind giving up, you know, our three picks this year and, you know, we could add up like a second maybe next year or a third and just – but I don't, I don't want to go overboard. But I really like Joe Burrow, and it's like he's growing on me because, you know, if we can get him for the right price, it's even better. But, you know, who's to say that Cincinnati would actually pull the trigger and – you know, let him go. Yeah, it's, it's not looking like that's going to happen. That's, that's, the, that's the bad part about Burrow, uh, realistically speaking, coming to the Dolphins. Yeah, it's that's it why. Like it's, they love him as much as we do. So. But it's like it's it's crazy because now when you look into Joe Burrow and it's like you have him linked to Miami Dolphins more than any other team, and it's because of the ammunition we have. If we really yeah. want him, we can get him. Everyone has a price. So it's a matter of Cincinnati wanting to do it and the Dolphins actually wanting him. Now, moving on. You know, we can still talk about Burrow, but, you know, we have the scenarios now with, with Tua Tonga-Valoa that he's moving up the draft. Um, he 
he had he did his pre-check with his doctor. It was supposed to be on April 10th. Um, and basically the um, he ended up getting an early test on his hip, and it was a uh, it wasn't by his doctors. So basically, the NFL picks the doctors of their choosing. In this case, the best hip doctor that's out there happens to be the hip doctor for the Tennessee Titans. And he was actually able to perform tests on Tua's hip. And it's all clear. His hip is 100% healed. He's looking forward to having no injuries. He might still get redshirted because you fear that he might get injured again. But he is 100% to go as of right now. And there's no signs of him having setbacks. He's ready to play. And obviously, by that happening, you know, every, every, Every team in the NFL, from what I've heard, has requested um, to hear about his medicals. So if that's telling you a sign, a lot of teams are interested. There's a lot of teams brought up behind the scenes that are not saying anything. They're not putting out so much home screen, small screen. But we've been linked to Tua, you know, from day one. And, you know, right now we're basically pushing it off like we're not interested. In reality, I think we're very interested, and that's our quarterback. That's our QB1. Um, but I just fear... And as the days go by and the, the news on Tua gets better and his hip and his medicals clear, um, the more I'm starting to think Tua will not be there at five for us. So we need to potentially do something. Um, Enzo Red, how do you feel about Tua um, as far as, you know, if you had to choose between Burrow and Tua, um, and then how do you feel about Tua with us? Like, what would we have to do to go get him? Well, Tua, I feel, is really interesting because Tua is arguably just as good as Burrow. Um, now, what reality is that he got hurt. And whether he's going to get hurt or not again, that's that's not reality. That You don't know that he's going to get hurt again. You don't know that he's not going to get hurt. You really don't know. That's the future, and no one knows that. But as far as Tua's situation, I like it as well for us. Reason being is that it's not looking like we're going to have to give up as much for Tua as we would for Burrow. So that would give us more picks in the draft, and it would give us Tua and probably an offensive lineman or two. Well, know, that's uh, what they're saying. Since the if, if we're going, if we're looking at potentially trading three for Burrow, and right now we're looking at trading two for Tua, but Tua has the injury concerns. He has that injury history. My question to you, though, Enzo Red, if you're already trading two picks for Tua, why not trade that third and just go get Burrow? And he has he's medically cleared. He has no medical issues. He doesn't have any major injuries. He's completely healthy. Why wouldn't you just trade that extra pick if he's your quarterback? That's an interesting question. You you would have to see who you really like in there in the, in the organization and the staff of the Dolphins. If you like Tua more than Burrow, then you're automatically going to give up less, then that means you probably go for Tua. But what I'm asking you, though, is is how do you feel if you, you're the Miami Dolphins, you're the Miami Dolphins, you like Tua, you like Burrow, and you you, you like both of them, but you obviously are, are you, you're very well aware of Tua's, you know, injuries. We're talking, you know, like Rex Ryan was saying on Get Up a few days ago, he was saying Tua's, you know, if any team would trade up for Tua, the smartest decision would be for Miami to do it because they have the ammo. If you fail on Tua, you still have picks. But 
the question is though, if Tua is your guy and Joe Burrow's your guy, and your draft capital is three picks to two picks, if you're Miami, you are the the GM, you're Chris Greer, and you're adult, you're drafting for the Miami Dolphins, and you have this power in your hand where you can trade all three of your first rounders and go get Joe Burrow. Sit them out for a year, potentially attack the draft next year, attack free agency again next year with 80 million. You keep building on the line. You you just focus on the offensive line this year. You focus on defensive line next year. You continue building the trenches. And you go in with Joe Burrow, redshirt him for one year, let him run the system, and we could go make a run next season. Or would you trade those two picks? Go get two or three from Detroit. Same thing, sit him down. But you're still running the risk of re-injury. No, if I can't get Burrow, if I can't get Burrow, I'm I'm waiting. That's what I'm gonna do because the only people that would draft, it's looking like anyway. Um, supposedly other teams are drawing interest. We haven't heard which, but the the team that would make the most sense to trade up and and steal two from the Dolphins would be the Chargers. Now the way the draft works is that the Dolphins are gonna get a phone call before the Chargers get that pick. And they're going to ask us, hey, listen, the Chargers are offering them this, are offering us this, and we're going to give them to them. Do you want to be, Do you want to give us a better offer? Now that's when you have to ask yourself, okay, do I want Tua? Because when you ask, when you when, if you're sold on Tua and you think he's going to be better than Burrow, for example, then you do it, you know, because now you might get two Hall of Famers, as opposed to one and Burrow. Maybe Burrow, you still have him making the Hall of Fame. You don't have him as a, as a bust. But you have two also making the Hall of Fame, and you have, you know, whichever offensive lineman that, that's available. There's like probably five, six offensive linemen that might be Hall of Famers in this, in this draft. You know, they're that good. You know, so you have two potential Hall of Fame picks instead of one, and you have someone to guard two right away. You know, along with the two additions that we made on the offensive line with Flowers and Karras, you know, it's not that bad of a line starting if you want to start Tua right now. Because, like you said, his hip is fine. He, he has come out with video as well, like, you know, similar to Cam Newton. It looks impressive. They can't, they can't work out, you know, in person for teams. They have to create these videos. And he wants to let people know that his hip is good. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's the I mean... So his agent, I, his agent has made to, sure his agent has made sure that every NFL team out there is getting those videos. He's making sure of that, and it's been it's been said. So, yeah, he's trying to get out there that he's basically trying to say the same thing Cam Newton is trying to say. He's trying to say, "I'm healthy, I'm ready to go." Um, the one good thing I read an article. One good thing about Tua's injuries is that they're contact injuries, meaning they're like kind of like freak accidents, if you will. You know, they right? are. Their injuries, that, yeah, he got hurt, but it was it was on contact. It was a, it was bad luck, you know. And it's not that's not like a chronic injury. That's like, oh, this guy has weak hips, you know, he's gonna keep getting hurt. It's not that kind of thing. It's where, you know, he just had bad luck. He got an injury. It doesn't seem like it's gonna, you know, continue to to happen. You know, it's not like, um, for example, similar to Derrick Rose. It's not a leg issue where he has leg issues where he has, you know, his knees and his ankles are gonna be shot. Know, it's not the case with Tua. You know, Tua had those injuries, but it's not like it doesn't look like he's gonna be a player that gets hurt. It's just like Drew Brees. Yeah, he had that shoulder injury, but he wasn't a player that got hurt. 
you know, throughout his career before that in um with the Chargers. So I mean, I don't I'm I'm not too scared of Tua's previous injuries, uh, to be honest with you. Because like I said, six uh, Joe Burrow six four two sixteen, Tua six one two seventeen. So we're talking about a big dude. You know, this guy has like running back legs. You know, this guy he's strong from the core down. You know, and from the core up, he's he's a strong dude. So and he works hard. He works really hard, and he's a, he already looks phenomenal. You know, and they're saying that he might not be able to throw. You know, as of right now, and he's already moving and throwing. Yeah, he's ahead of schedule. So. Yeah, so now, I mean, I'm, 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 me personally, I'm starting to think that it's just like bad luck for the kid, and and I don't, I don't, I don't see him getting hurt too much in the future. This kid is not built for for getting hurt. The only problem that I might see with Tua is that you know, with my background in baseball a little bit that I have, um, he does throw the ball like a baseball. He is a former baseball player. Um, himself. No, that's not a, a problem short. though, because you have look, you have Patrick oh, Mahomes, you got Kyler Murray. Maybe a longevity issue with the arm, because he has a big arm. He has a strong arm. Yeah, but you have Kyler Murray from Arizona. Yeah, but look at look speak. at Kyler Murray. He's he's a smaller frame guy than Tua. He's a skinnier guy. He's a shorter guy. He does the same thing. He was a baseball pitcher, and you're talking about that's not really irrelevant because you have guys like look you have uh, Patrick Mahomes they throw the ball like a baseball that's actually the NFL evolving no what I mean is height his height six one you're talking about Mahomes his frame and 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 his weight um and I, and I agree with you yeah that's I, what I, I like that's what I like his strength his core strength but he he's gonna he looks stronger I mean I'll be honest with you I looked at the video he looks bigger he's he looks like he's gained a few pounds and you know obviously with some conditioning in the NFL you know, body-wise, he can get to be somewhere like, you know, Russell Wilson with time. You never know. He has that frame. He has said that his his favorite athletes are Russell Wilson growing up and Drew Brees, and he plays a lot like Brees, like you said, you know, that lefty Drew Brees. But, you know, we're talking about a superstar talent. You're talking about, you know, when it's all said and done, and, you know, there's no denying. There's no zero denying out there. If completely healthy, two is the better player than Joe Burrow. If you take injury away from it, if you take intangible, you're just talking about pure talent. We haven't seen anything like two. There's no denying, but there's definitely, you would have to say, um, I guess what you're trying to say is that there's definitely more upside to Tua. There is. I mean, they both got high upside. We we don't know their potential, but I just feel like Tua is the better athlete. He's, he has the way better arm. The accuracy is what makes Tua what Tua is. Tua has some of the most impressive accuracy we've ever seen at the quarterback position, whether NFL or whether college football. His accuracy yeah. is, is is on point. And, you know, you, su- you surround them with talent, you're going to get something special. Now, we go back to the injury. If I'm Miami and I'm sitting there at number five, I'm doing everything I can in my power to go get that go trade up with Detroit and try to get Tua because Tua might not even be there at number three. You know, you could you get Washington and say, you know what? You know, Rivera could say, hey, I want a, a fresh start. And they're throwing small screens. It's, they traded up for, they traded for, um, you know, the uh, quarterback from Carolina, the backup. And, you know, they got obviously Haskins that they drafted last year that the GM really liked. And, but you're talking about the potential of a superstar being there at two and you're, the Redskins, you have a good defensive line, and you feel 
that you want to pass up on Chase Young, you can easily take Tua. But then worst case scenario, if we trade it up for three, we can still take Chase Young. So that's the reason why I heard a you know, rumor out there that I'm hearing. The reason why Detroit still hasn't really made uh, a push for a trade yet because the potential of Chase Young falling at three, they will not pass on Chase Young. They want Chase Young. So that's why they, they don't want to trade that pick as of now from what I'm hearing. But everyone has a price. We know that they're looking for a corner. They want Okuda. And, you know, they traded their arguably their best player, Darius Slay. And now you're looking at the potential that you really do have a gap at cornerback. But if I'm Miami, I do go all out and I go get two at three. Even if it means trading the 18th pick along with our fifth and we go get Tua. Um, folks, yeah, we're talking about a superstar. Gone, if, if we can't get Burrow, um, I'm not saying get Burrow over Tua, but if we can't, if we try getting Burrow, let's say we didn't get Burrow, and now we got it, I'm with you. We have to go in for Tua because I feel like the, you know, we're part of this culture. You know, we're lucky and blessed to be part of Miami Dolphins culture. And football, and we just like you just like feel it in the air, you know. It's like with Cam Newton, like we want a quarterback like that, you know. We want to be able to say that, a, a, like a Burrow, a Tua, a Cam Newton, like we wanted Brady. I wanted Brady, <laughs> you know. So like, I want a good quarterback, man. You know, I, I want, and especially the thing that these guys have over Brady and Cam Newton is that they're just getting started, and that they would. Um, Ideally, yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. Though. With the rest of their life, I mean, that'd be awesome. Think about uh, 15 yeah, the years, potential. 20 years from now, saying that you witnessed Burrow or Tua. And that's great. That makes it all worth it. But, yeah, you know, I mean, we want it. We want a quarterback. And I feel the thing is that I feel like Flores wants a quarterback as well, man. He does, you know, though. He I wants every, like he every, wants every. The impact Brady has on a, on a system. Every coach, every GM, they want to have their own quarterback to groom. They want to make sure they bring in somebody fresh. But, uh, you know, we, we kind of have the same points as far as uh, Tua and Joe Burrow. And I want to thank all the fans for tuning in today. Um, and me and Enzo Red, I appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, stay safe out there. Even, you know, uh, we're trying to give you content that's a little bit better now. Uh, we're getting used to the whole recording um, outside of our, you know, what we're used to doing. So we appreciate you guys sticking by us. And in the new transitioning, as we are talking to you from the Dolphins Junkie podcast, uh, me and Enzo Red are forever grateful, and we appreciate you guys. And I want to get—I want you guys to keep coming back. We're gonna keep giving you content, and at the end of the day, we're here and we're diehard fans. And I thank you for everything. Signing out, Batman twenty four twenty three. Your boy Enzo Red, thanking you very much for tuning into our first official. Dolphins Junkie Podcast. Uh, stay tuned for more. Stay tuned for more, fellas. Thank you.